lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Welcome, welcome to Rap Lyrics for Class. I'm your host, Ms. Camilla Waheed, where we bring you some of the dopest songs, legendary classic, hip-hop, and we invite guests on to help us analyze the meaning, the messages, and to also look at literary um, approaches that artists have taken. And uh, this week, we have... um, my young boy, my young boy from, I don't even know where to say you from now. You're all over, you're globetrotting. Philadelphia, uh, North Carolina right now. He's over on the West Coast, California, one of my favorite places. But welcome to the show, Hugo LaFay. What's up, Hugo? I'm chilling. How you doing? How you doing? I'm well, I'm well. I'm here, I'm living, I'm breathing, you know, celebrating life. Exactly, same. Uh, I'm out here in California, just learning the craft, mastering what I do, trying to get better, you know, every day. Okay, okay. So so you're an MC, you're a writer, you're a father. Um, I heard you've been doing some acting. Like, did I miss anything? My husband. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you're, hitting, you're killing the game. You're hitting in all angles, right? Uh-huh, definitely. Well, today, I, I want to get right into it. Um, it's, it's a lot of things that we want to talk about. The song that we're going to analyze um, is, is, um, is good. It's good stuff, man. It's, 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 for me, I hear a lot of passion in that song. I hear a lot of um, speaking truth to power in that song. So I really want to jump into that. So I just want to set my, my objective for today. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll have some young people viewing this from middle school to high school um, level. And, um, you know, we got a lot of hip hop artists out there. So I want to make sure, at least from what, what I can do, is that I give them the opportunity to hear songs that they might not hear every day on the radio. Or just, you know, that, that pool that they're plugged into right now. And this song right here is a classic and I want to look at it from a writer's perspective so if this is for our hip-hop artists out there any kind of artist writer out there because um, when we hear songs this is a song but actually you have these, these these MCs are poets they're writers you understand so I'm gonna break that down a little bit so my objective for today is to analyze systems that disproportionately affect marginalized groups and also to discover writing styles and literary tools used in hip-hop so the question, we're going to go back to this question after we listen and we talk a little bit. Um, how do we disrupt the school-to-prison pipeline that largely affects communities of color? So we're going to keep that in mind and, and come back to that, you know. And, and we're going to take a good listen to um, Meek Mill's, his song Trauma, which tells the story of a young man who finds himself in a cycle that impedes his progress as a businessman, as a father, as a human being. And like I said, I, I feel like he's speaking from emotion and experience and, and, and passion. And I wonder if um, his last incident with the, um, the system was the catalyst that led Meek Mills to being a stakeholder and founder of movements like the Reform Alliance, which also includes Jay-Z and some other heavy hitters in the industry. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the objective today. Let's just jump right into it. 
and take a listen to the song Trauma by Meek Mills. Here's the big dreamer. Uh, my mama used to pray that she'd see me in jail. It's fucked up, she got to see me in jail. On a visit with Lil Poppy and her, even though I seen it be well. They got a smoker with a kid in my cell. Damn. And even worse, my jack black don't wanna see me do well. It's either that or black people for sale. Get me two to four years like fuck your life. Meet me in hell and let it burn like Lucifer. You look even stupider trying to press them people in power with power abusing us. For $44 an hour, you coward, they using you. Cause it's self-hate, they made you send me upstate. This way the so-called real sweeping up for cupcakes. And that's your phone time. If you ain't got no money, you ain't online. Can't call your son, call your daughter just to wish them on prime. Oh God, don't let them streets get a hold of them. Your daughter now, it's gonna be a cold summer. Your son trapping and your homie giving old to him. And if you f- that paper up, he putting holes to him. And you just wanna make it home so you can show it to him. And them people ain't finna get no parole to you, they want blood. We all hanging with a noose on our neck. My Sally mom just died, he wanna use my collect. And he won't make it to the wake unless he give him a check. We still n- though, what you expect? I just want, I just want, I was on the corner with the reef. Then they got us one for our free. See my brother blood on the plate. How hey, you wake up in the morning feeling evil? When them drugs got a hold on your mouth, and the judge got a hold on your mouth. Go to school, bullet holes in the Ain't no PTSDs, them drugs keep it at ease. They shot that boy 20 times when they could've told him just freeze. Could've put him in a cop car, but they let him just bleed. The ambulance they coming, baby, just breathe. That's what the old lady said when she screamed. It's a nightmare on M Street, Friday the 13th. And in the 13th Amendment, M said that we kings. It said we legally slaves if we go to the bank. They told Cat, stand up, you wanna play for a team. And all his teammates ain't saying a thing. Stay woke. Stay if you woke. don't stand for nothing, you gon' fall for something. And in the 60s, if you kneel, you'll probably be killed. But they don't kill you now, they just take you out of your deal. Kill your account, look what money gets spilled. Check it. Now kill you now, let's take it out of your deal. Kill your account, look where money gets spilled. I just won, I just won. I was on the corner with the reef. Then they got us one for our free. See my brother blood on the plate. How you wake up in the morning feeling evil? When them drugs got a hold on your mouth. And the drugs got a hold on your mouth. Go to school, go to school. Send me to jail to know that I won't fail. Invisible shackles on the king, I'm on bail. I went from selling out arenas, now I'm on sale. Them cold nights starting to feel like hell. Uh. Watching a black woman take my freedom almost made me hate my people. When they label you felon, it's like they telling you they not equal. 11 years going to court, knowing they might keep you or drive you crazy. 23 hours in a cell, somebody saved me. I'm on a jail car trying to explain it to my baby. I gotta do the calendar twice and that's a maybe. Drama, drama, drama. I just won. I, just won. I was on the corner with the reef. And they got us one for our free. See my brother blood on the pen. How you wake up in the morning feeling evil? When them drugs got a hold on your mouth. And the judge got a hold on your mouth. Go to school, bullet holes in the light. Yo, that's heavy. That's 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 heavy right there, man. 
whole song, like all the way through, is heavy. Major statement. Major. Yeah. Key. Um. Yeah. So let's start off. Let's look at it from um a literary perspective. Like, what writing style does he take on, and why do you think he's chosen that approach? It seemed to me though, like it's from his perspective. It's like first person. It would be more so first person. Reason why because those statements that he made were geared towards himself. Him, his whole incident, him being incarcerated for popping a willy and stuff like that. Um, his son having to come to see him in jail with his mom. Like those are like first person type of statements. I mean, he drifted off and did like second person statements and stuff like that, but it was more so geared around him, his own experience. Right, right. I, I feel like he was, it was a narrative um, approach as well. Um, you know, telling, telling, like you said, telling his story. And, you know, I wanted to, to, to um, zone in on that for our writers out there. <clears throat> when you're writing, because we're just talking about the writing pieces here that, that you can consider when you're writing. And, you know, sometimes you just flow and you, you, you start writing, it comes out how it comes out. But, you know, you kind of want to narrow down into, um, is this going to be a narrative? Me telling a story? Am I trying to persuade somebody about something? Or just, am I just giving information? Or maybe it's a combination. And and we talk about figure of speech a lot in literacy. And, um, you know, I, I, I try to think I know what every word means and stuff. But now I need some clarity on some of that. So one of the lines that stuck out to me, and I was like, All right, what do you mean by that? It's like, they, they got a smoker with a key to my cell. Now, figure of speech, break that down for me. Like, what's what, what are you talking about right here? <laughs> not, all right, this is not my track, but I give it a shot. But okay, when we, I have been in that position where I had to go to the jail or whatever. I had to go to jail, and like, what I noticed is that those people who are with, who have a key to the cell, the COs they call them, they're mm -hmm. regular people and they have regular regular lives and he may have experienced seeing that person on the street somehow him being this figure this public figure is i mean he's incarcerated now mm -hmm. like he, he looks at himself like a king and he's incarcerated now and now this regular, this person that does drugs, who I know does drugs, has mm -hmm. a key to myself. Like that's, he yeah. just showing me like how he's all the way up there and how he's now all the way down here. Got you. That makes a lot of sense. And you write, they're like, they're regular people kind of, and it's almost like they're a the middleman, especially if they're from the community. A lot of people um, from the community, you end up seeing being the CEOs and helping to run the jails and, and then sometimes they come back into the community or see their family members in there. So I know that's a tough line to toe right there. What's the most um visual line in this song for you? To me it's the it's the hook. It's actually the, the hook encompasses he did a great job with pretty much allowing the hook to sum up the whole story like mm -hmm. um like I see my, I think he said something about how he see his brother's blood on a pavement. Yeah. That like how you wake up in the morning feeling evil, like mm -hmm. the trauma, like the word trauma that he uses, I like guess 
that's what it embodies. Like that's trauma, traumatic that see your brother's bleeding or see your brother's struggling or uh, constantly struggling, never winning, always fighting to get ahead. And that's, that's traumatic. So yeah, yeah. that's like the most visual for me. Yeah. I- yeah, cause it's it, yeah that that's a well painted picture because like you said the blood cause when they said like I wasn't looking at the video I haven't even saw the video, um, but I could just picture, you know, uh, blood stained corner and and I like when the, the visual I can make it up in my head and see what it looks like for me from my experiences and perspective. So and why do you think it's important as writers, um, and as listening to your stuff you 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 write with vision too you let people you know you bring it to life through your words but why do you think uh, it's important as a writer or uh, students just even turning in assignments a uh, writing assignment um to use visual writing it's it's a strong it's more stronger than just i would say it's more stronger that way your message is received better when they can it has relevancy to it like it has when it has those type of characters to it and people can like you said picture it yeah and they can they've seen something similar to it before so now they're able it's pulling them in even more because it's relevant to them so if you're like um a new writer like it's definitely great to implement the tactic of being able to paint the picture with your word, like get close to as much as possible because it's not that much time in the 16, but get that get close to being like very close to painting the picture as much as you can. Okay, yeah, because you're telling a story, and just like when you're reading books, you know, you know, the authors they use vivid words and adjectives, so you know, like take from what you've been learning from third fourth fifth grade and use those same skills and techniques and use that in your writing so yeah i agree with visual you know writing is, is very very important um you got more space but with music you got only about a certain amount of time to capture your audience you gotta convey that quickly yeah so that separates you know the good writers from somebody that's just gonna you know just throw something together you know take your time with it now the story that he's telling because we established he's he's, you know speaking from narrative first person telling his story what is the overall message in this song in your opinion in my opinion like hmm. all right you can say like it's based around his case but his case isn't the only one of its kind. So mm-hmm. able to pull pieces from our land, being a black man, being a black father, being a so-called black man and being subject to certain rules. He was basically basing the story around his experience, going to jail unlawfully for something so petty and he, combine that story with the whole like he did a very great job with combining with everybody's um like everybody's experience he made that relevant because everybody we all experience something or some caliber of that 
quote unquote United States mentality. We have experienced that. We watched it. We've seen it all our life. So he did it. I think it was based around his experience as well and ours as a okay. people. Okay. So the overall message is, I guess, a, a, a narrative of what's happening to people like him that look like him or come from a background like his. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um, choose a verse from this song and explain that in your own words. I know you explained the overall just now, but just narrow in a little bit more for me. Uh, if you was breaking it down, it could be a verse. Yeah. I like the how he opened up the first verse. Like the first verse drawn drew you in. Okay. It was him. He opened up with like my mom wanted to see me go to Yale, but mm-hmm. you gotta see me in like jail. So like that conflict right there was like, it was very eye catching. Like uh, him, his son, like he referred like again to the father aspect of the song. He had, mm-hmm. to, he had to see him in there. It also touches on the fact that he had to explain to his son like on a on a kid's level, like how long I'm gonna be in here, mm. like, and and a baby mentality says, just listen, I gotta do, I die, I gotta do the calendar twice. Mm-hmm. The, the, a baby only knows like the, the months, but he leveled it to the child's perspective and said, listen, I just gotta do the calendar twice. That was that was dope. That was cool. Yeah. I didn't even, I, I peeped that, but I didn't even realize he was saying that to his son. I thought he was you know, about saying that to his girl. But yeah, that would be, I guess, the easiest way to explain that, explain that to a kid. And I, and I can imagine um, there's a lot of those conversations going on when we get caught up in the system. Because once you get in, it's hard to get out. And I tell my kids at school that all the time, be careful of the split decisions you make to people that you hang around. Because once you win, it's very, very hard to get out unless you know something else but like that the whole song was like that like that whole song was creative like that every i like the whole song like even yeah. the part that I, I can it's relevant to me you right. know fighting for the phone you actually you fighting for the phone in there like come mm-hmm. on simplistic is a phone call you really be fighting it for a phone call in there it's is is um, you know definitely a whole nother culture and unfortunately like you said a lot of you know people we know and with those communities deal with that now you said you it's relevant to you so it would be irrelevant to you if you could add four bars to that song what would they be <laughs> um put you on the spot a little bit <laughs> i feel like these suckers want my soul they like me when i'm at my lowest but I got so many skills, you can't stop me. I was chose. Strike a pose. I watched as many slept on me and then watch it. I said, I watched as many slept on me and then wipe your nose. I'm getting closer. Now you rocking, I suppose. Like, look, I told you where I was headed. I watched you freeze. I've been counting out my whole life. I'm about to eat. Make a happy meal. No stress. You tricks get teased. Watch me double up. Stock it, invest it where you can't reach. We stay strong. We learn to bob and weave. We build a team or you won't play long. Keep a couple beans in case you reach. Weapons stay drawn. I'm from where they die every day. Where you get lined up just so they can stay where you stay. <laughs> like something like that. Right. Like. So if, if, I mean, 
a lot of times people take the, the approach, like you said, first person and um, telling your story, speaking from experience and being open is a way I, you know, I think that, you know, writers can really draw an audience in and that's how you kind of build your tribe, right? It, so how does this song personally, um, how do you relate to the song through your personal experiences, if you want to share? Honestly, cause like going in there, being in that place for, I guess you could say like the same type of reason, unlawfully being taken somewhere where it shouldn't have gotten to that point. Like that's why I can relate with that. Like it shouldn't have gotten to that point for him per se, because he was just riding a bike. Mm -hmm. uh, for me per se, I was exercising the constitution things that everybody's supposed to abide by. So I was in there unlawfully. He was in there unlawfully. Uh, it's just a fight. It's like an uphill fight. And this music sounds like just like that, where we got an uphill fight. Like he's a great ambassador for that after he got to experience mm -hmm. being incarcerated unlawfully. He's a great ambassador for what he's doing as far as reform, like as he got to see it, he got to see the pettiness mm -hmm. and crap that the crap that got him in there. Like, so yeah, like right, and he's doing something about it. Do you do you notice like when you write from that perspective of your real experiences versus when you just just spitting, you get more you know more attention or or, or you know more people asking about that real experience that you that authenticity. I do, re I do recognize that tracks that I make with more of my experience in them, they do get more like feedback because of the energy mm -hmm. I put into them. I recognize like as recording and writing, like the energy that you put into them are real and people are going to feel that. So like I'm, I try to stay closer to all of my experiences. Like I, I rarely write outside of my experience. And only because of that, so I it only write like my, of my own experience. I barely even listen to people. I don't even listen to other people's music. Mm -hmm. Like eight times out of ten, I don't listen to people's music. Okay. And why is that? I listen to it because I don't want I want minimum influence as possible. Mm -hmm. Because it's a story. I want to tell my story, and I don't want nobody to be like, you sound like or it. Mm -hmm. Like you got that from somewhere. I got valid checkpoints all around me. People know that I don't I don't listen to music or other people's music. My influences were earlier as far as like Lauren and Pac mm -hmm. and all my influences to listen to music at that age were earlier. Uh, uh, I don't see no okay. reason to read anybody else's book yet. Got you. All right. So it sounds like for a person out there that's that's a writer, um, you telling us to make sure that you're finding a lane when you when you're coming into the writing. Are you doing first person? Are you mixing up narrative? Are you trying to persuade somebody in your song? Uh, we talked about visuals, making sure you're painting that picture. The more um, adjectives and visual words you use, the more attention you'll get and people drawn into it. And also be be open. 
tell, tell your experience. That's the, the songs that you're going to get more feedback from because it's real and people recognize real. Sounds cliche, but people recognize real, right? Um, you also picked out some some of the um, verses and lines in the song that stood out to you and why they stood out to you. So I think that's a good package. That's that's some good advice, y'all, to go ahead and you when you when you really ready, and you think you're going to write, you're going to be a rapper, singer, a songwriter. These are some things that you might want to consider when you're doing it. Also, like your metaphors, your personifications, onomatopoeia, all those things they count. Buster Rhymes is the master of onomatopoeia. Wow, got you all a check, right? So those things, just keep that in mind when you're writing, and when you are going through an experience, like you're saying, you can relate to Meek from that experience. So you had you 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 might listen to Meek Mills because you relate to it, you understand. And not, not that you want to take from that, but you can be inspired by it. It's like, like I said, how you build in your village. But let me ask you, what's the best piece of advice someone has given you? And what advice would you give to students who are seeking to be better writers or seeking some type of career in the music business? Hmm. The, the path is very... It's flooded with a lot of a lot of talented individuals. They told me to pretty much like stick to what you know, like mm-hmm. stick to what you know and build from there. Like it's difficult trying to be somebody else. Like don't even put yourself in that in that category of trying to keep up with being somebody else because some people barely know themselves. So find what you like and keep adding to that. Keep adding to yourself. Stay there and keep adding to it. That's gonna allow you to advance in your environment. You're not trying to beat nobody in competition. You're gonna be in competition with yourself. That's your competition. I like that piece of advice. Just be yourself, stay true, and just keep building on you. Awesome, awesome. What's next for Hugo LaFay? And where can people find you? What's next? Well, you can find me on uh, IG as at Hugo underscore LaFay. I spell it H-U-E-G-O um, uh, underscore L-A-F-A-Y. Okay. Uh, and that's everywhere. You can Google it and it'll show you everything. But um, next for me, a TV series. I'll be in Philadelphia shooting a TV series. Nice. Right now, doing the music and stuff like that. But uh, I like acting too, so I got a, a actual mm-hmm. I a main character role in um, a TV series called BOS. I can't give away too much more, but it's called BOS, Brotherhood of Silver. You can find it on uh, IMDb. I, I know them guys. I know them. Denny Brown, I know them. <laughs> they my people's from Jersey. Okay. Tell them you know Camilla Wahid. All right, all right. We went to school together. Okay. That's that's what's up. I'm happy for you, man. Happy for you. Any last words for our, our young people out there listening? Yes. Um, nationalize. <laughs> Please nationalize. Um, a great it's a great thing that's happening we are all nationalized all right now for our younger people that might that might be over their head you know i told you i meet them where they are for our younger people that's just looking to be 
be rappers. <laughs> but that's it. You'll see it. You'll hear about it. Research it. Okay. So don't believe what people tell you. Research. Research, research, research. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Hugo LaFay. Rap lyrics for class. Again, Hugo LaFay representing um, Philadelphia and North Carolina. Can't wait to hear some more of your music coming out. Great artist, um, great MC, just a great dude all around. Thank you for coming, and we out. I want to give a shout-out to the team working. The team, the team, Jay on video. We got Joe. You met Joe, Joe, executive producer. Lamont J. I, I believe she's on. She's usually on. And Brendan on engineering. We're doing what we do. Rap lyrics for class. Peace. Rap lyrics for class. Class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. Class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics.